And could could we even say, Sean, that um, I, for some reason, I just thought about Jacob too. But I think that with the way he goes about his life and the way you, I think we could even say that his happiness isn't in the hands of the people. He gave it to them. Yes. Right. And so that unconsciously this, or consciously, because yeah. you could do it as a kid true, and not even know true. it. But yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that's a whole another conversation about what the conscious versus the unconscious of where it goes. But then that would bring us to this point of this idea of communism and the collectivism is why it could be deemed as so evil is because you at first it sounds great the fame and a fortune and everybody gets some fucking rice and pasta. No, you've now enslaved yourself to everyone else and and the reason it doesn't work because once you're enslaved to everyone else now everyone is lost yeah. and then somebody sees that everyone's and they will lost, drown you and they and then and then the ones that are like hey look at all these people that are lost let's rise to the top and drown the rest of these motherfuckers and reap what we want in a billionaire-esque greedy point of view and then yet the one at the top is still has a void the one at the top is just like the one at the bottom mm-hmm. in that mindset. Mm-hmm. But the one who goes, well, uh, f- fuck all of this. Fuck the expectations. Fuck what everyone's telling me what to do. I am going to do this because this is giving me happiness. And in all of Anne Rand's books is the, this character is, is going towards what their bliss is. Like in, in the anthem, the character, um, he uh, he he finds this technology, this ancient technology, and it's it gives him goosebumps, and he just wants to dive into it. And the whole society would excommunicate him if they found out about it. And he's he does he he doesn't care because he's after this feeling, and that's why I always like to bring it back. It's the it's about the feeling, because happiness, love, those are the those are the feelings which you can't put. You can't, you can't even buy them. Even if you, even if you try to buy drugs that make you feel them, it's so short lived. It's, mm-hmm. they're, they're feelings that you have to reach on your own and get to on your own. And those are the, those are the most valuable things in the world. How you feel in this moment, how you feel and man. So like, I don't know what I was, my point was, but my point is everything. Well, here's all of that real time example. You know, you've heard family is everything. You know, that's a big thing out here in Hawaii is, you know, family, fam. There's a brand called fam, like family is everything. Family first. Right. Yeah. So in my job right now for the Lahaina cleanup, um, in the debris removal, the the company that I'm contracted with, I gave them a 45-day notice because I'm going back to see my father in Texas, me and my wife, and father-in-law is getting remarried, and my dad, he's getting dementia, and he's steady declining, and so I need six days, and I haven't been off the island in almost three years. Well, they said no, and then all the boys that I work with, all the guys, uh, Tongan, Samoan, Hawaiian, and he's like, one of them said, uh, he goes, what, Tim? Why didn't I go let you go home and see your father? I was like, nah, they, they won't let me. They said I won't have a job when I come back. And then both of them, he said, well, fuck that, man. He goes, family first. Mm. Right? It was like, it, it's funny. As I'm 
in the process of trying to switch over companies to do the same job. And every time I bring it up with some of my other friends, they're like, oh, man, but the company you're working for, we have a way that we're contracted. We can, I can make a little more money. And by a little more, probably another thousand a week. And then I was like, I said, but you know what? I did this job for the money. And in the same breath, I did this for the cause. It's not one over the other. I did it for both. I would not do this cause, in all honesty. I do it in a different way. But I would not do this cause specifically in this work if it wasn't for the high pay. But when that came to it, I told my buddy Kakai today, I was like, he was like, wow, I think maybe you should just stay with them and try to see what it works. I was like, I'm willing to throw away that money just to go somewhere else to be treated better. Just for the the feeling that, like, the company that I could work for potentially said that, yeah, of course you can go, go, go see your family and then come back and you still have a job, right? So family first. Family is everything. So then I bring this idea of family. It's like that's the important part. Yes, family, but I'm just using that as the example. It's like there's so much more to it. There is your happiness, your selfishness, that it's not worth the money, right? There's no monetary value on Mm. that love. There's no monetary value on the virtue of yourself, and we try to put it right. Isn't that the marketing and the... I'd argue there, there is monetary value, but you, you could never make enough money to buy it. Okay, I like that, right? Yeah. So there, there, there is, but you'll never... It's, you'll it's, never be able to buy it. Yeah, it's unreachable, right? It's, it's, it's priceless, but it's, it's in, in, an extraordinarily high amount of money that no one could ever make yeah. to buy love, yeah. connections. And... and so that's which is which is ultimately the the whole like the whole reason we're alive to connect to see ourselves in others to see the others reflected back at you showing who you are to yourself. Amen. I think I need to stop saying that. I believe. I want to speak empirically. I want to speak concrete. I believe yeah. that is why. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take be off those drawers. With take off that shirt and be a man. Be a man with hairy nipples. <laughs> I think, I believe that is why there is <laughs> a, a a division, or uh, there's turmoil within our society. Mm. I will go far enough to say that I am not against the adaptation and evolution that things are happening in our society. I'm actually not against that because I'm about progressing. I believe in progression and potential. However, I think the turmoil that comes about is because some people, myself included, see the the evolving and there's there's these little little excerpts, these little nuggets that are are like red lights to me, like these sirens and warning signs. Like, oh, well, no, no, okay, that's cool. I'm for that, but this sounds like, or this is making me feel like that I've just got to hop on board the train and go along with everyone else. We're going to send you off to the work camp, right? Like, I and I do not, I do not fare well with that. When I feel like, I'm beginning to be thrown into a 
collective mindset, that's when I, uh, I'm just like, right, no, uh, I'm not so sure. And, and that's why when I hear these safety talks and all these construction companies I've worked in, it's like, ah, yeah, one team, one dream. Nope, agree, absolutely, but no, stop saying that because you're telling me. Because, all right, so when I've read about the Soviet Union and I've read about Russia, there's this thing that they talk about. And in this, we're all one, comrade, mother Russia. It's all one, right, collective. It's for the greater good. It is for the, all of us. Hive. Yeah, the hive mindset, it's for all of us, but it's for you, right? And it was the same when I listened to this guy that was talking about Scientology that got out of it. He said, it was all for everyone. It was for this one great purpose. And yet, it then created people on edge to where as soon as you saw someone, just like in a lot of construction companies, and I talked to a safety guy today that is unlike any other safety officer in construction or safety position, I've ever, he said, no, no, I'm not going to see you do something wrong unless it's like you actually, someone's about to die because of what you're doing. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to write notes about like, and then go report on you. But the guy that talked to me about that, I listened to Scientology, he was like, and then you have people that are narking on other people I've read about in the Soviet Union. And then your closest members, then they're scared of being reprimanded. Mm. So then they're making things up to put other people into the gallows, if you will, to mm. put people's, you know, life at risk so that they can preserve themselves, right? But it's like, wait a minute, I thought we were all in this together. It's like the collective aspect actually is the complete opposite. It just turns everyone against each other. Mm. And that's that hive mindset. So when I feel like that, that's why I balk at these safety meetings. Like, hey, guys, we just need to all do it together. If you see something, say something. But what? But see something, say something. What? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, just... You know, help your brother out, you know? Wait, yeah, yeah. I don't like this verbiage. It's tremendously vague. Right, yeah. If you see something, say something. Help your brother out. If he's, you know, got a hard on, pull your <laughs> pants down, let him go for it. Help a brother out. Help a brother out. <laughs> where, did, where do we draw the line here? You're just like, you're like asking him that question, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it was that unclear. <laughs> just see a bunch of over a, like a half broken wall, a bunch of hard ass just bobbing up and down. <laughs> like, what is going on on the other side of that fucking well, wall? It's just safety. Some guy, safety protocol. Some guy holds up his hand. There's just a big old cock in it at the head of him. He's like, you said do something. If we see it's hard. I said see something, say something. What are you doing? I don't know. We need a hammer over here. So I have, an, I have a, a thought-provoking idea for you that relates to this. I would argue that it's not the greedy people. Well, so we, we've already established the greediest people are probably not even selfish at all. Mm -hmm. So it's not the people who are getting the most things and are being the most um, culturally selfish that people would say, oh, that person's selfish. It's not those people that are the problem with society. I would argue that it's the common man who is righteous in nature, who is, you know, Frodo Baggins, Bilbo Baggins, the hobbits, courageous, that are not selfish enough that destroys society. Mm. Destroys society because if we, if, ev if everyone was so selfish... The, I do believe that most people are good, good-hearted. 
Right. And even if they some people had bad intentions, those bad intentions would be outnumbered by the overwhelming good intentions of, well, I want a safe place to live, so I'm going to fucking shoot you if you come and threaten me in my apartment. You know, that mm. kind of a thing. Mm. Um, or I'm going to protect special. myself. And I, like, so th- that idea of, what I guess my argument is that it's the complacent man who will not feed himself, who will mm. not who 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 just rolls over who won't fight for or or go for what he's passionate about that ultimately is at the core of what the problem with communism is the problem with a society where like in uh Germany World War 2 where people aren't saying really what they believe well, willing to fight or go against the grain and Like it's so it's such an interesting concept, communism. Right. Because this idea of like selfishness, the wild within us, the the carnivorous nature of feeling that we are the arbiters of our own world, that we're in control, that we are choosing to eat that animal that that is so innate in us that if we artificially put ourselves in a culture where we're given everything and it's one mind, one brother. Well, in theory, that's a good thing. I do believe in I do believe in this oneness of humanity. Absolutely. But it has to come from a oneness of self as well. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't, and if the self is lost, the individuality, then the whole thing is lost. The whole thing crumbles to pieces. People start backstabbing. People start because they don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. But I believe in a, maybe there's a world where if we all became self-interested, self-centered, self-ish, interested in the self to the point where we fed ourselves in such that this world would it become a world where everyone knows who they are and it would become one world of you would say hello brother to every person you met in the world. Right. It would be a Genuinely. a world of um you know, earthlings, a world of people who uh, all can relate to each other because everyone's come to similar conclusions about how um, important it is to care about yourself, do what you're passionate about, do what's in in your own self-interest. And, and eventually, like I truly believe that if you are really selfish – you are eventually going to sooner or later start giving to people like a lot because that was one of the best feelings to give to someone and see them light up, to give them a, an idea or right. to give them wisdom or to give them. Yeah, your endeavors are going to give back. It's because it's a, it, it feeds you to give. It feeds your, your happiness. It's like, it's the action. It's the acts of Christ. It's right. Cause isn't that individuality? Isn't that what the Trinity is, right? God was like, okay, uh, I I have to be selfish. And then like, well, let me explain to you the ones I've created. Okay, uh, I don't understand. God, uh, you know, how much do I owe for, you know, for Wi-Fi this month? <laughs> he was like, no, look, here, let me show you my individuality and I'll break mm. it down 
there's the Holy Spirit characteristic. There's the Son. There's the Father. This is the things that are me. So to be selfish in that individuality, right? It, if, for those, in all honesty, for those Baptists and Methodists and Lutherans and Calvinists and Deists and um, uh, uh, for the Latter-day say, go be selfish and be closer to God. You know, go be selfish, right? Because that's what he did. He broke it down in three. And was like, this is individuality. This is important. And there's the book 1984, Fahrenheit 451, A Brave New World. These books uh, describe that kind of utopia that is actually a guise for this kind of collectivism, communistic idea. And there was always the guy or the character that Vulcan just, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, why am I wearing the band? Why am I wearing the same suit? And, and they broke off, and then they were deemed as the traitor, right? Equilibrium, there's a movie. That one's a good example. Um, Gattaca, I think that was another good one. These movies, these books, these stories, I'm sorry. They're saying the same thing, and I think there's a reason that we've created these stories because we're just, like, reaching out to the past and to the future, to the mm. present. Mm. Hey, guys, it could happen, you know what I mean? And it has happened. Germany, Russia, right? And e some people... E Egypt. E Egypt, yeah. You know, Egret. Slaves. Caves. Concave. Concave. Um... So for the listener, for you guys out there, if you're dealing with, like, let's say depression, uh, I was reading this book called uh, Nonviolent Communication by Marshall um, Rosenberg. Really good book. My good friend Ben Elliott recommended it to me. Shout out to Ben. Um, incredible book on basically the deeper needs of humans and how little we really understand about what those deeper needs are, but really what, how life is truly about what those deeper needs are. And this guy's argument was that in a little section of the book that depression is, is a, is a result of someone who's been trained to believe that they don't have needs or wants and that they, and that most of the depressed people that came into his office he would ask them, well, what do you want? And they would say, I don't know. I don't know what I want. Because they didn't think they could want anything. They didn't think they were allowed to want anything. Because they were almost trained, not because of a communist society, because of even just a, a communistic kind of a mother or a father, or this training as a child that their, ro their, their role in life was to please the mother or the father, to please not to please themselves. And this uh, Marshall would find out after talking with these people that their idea of how the world worked was that they didn't know what they wanted. But then when he asked them what they wanted, they had, all they wanted was love. And Marshall would, would ask them, well, what, what would you like me to do to show you that I love you? And they'd go, oh, I don't know. And it was this deep misunderstanding and not even knowing what they wanted deep down. Mm. And they ultimately, the conversation would go to, well, I guess I just, I just was expecting you to know what I wanted before I knew what I wanted. And that is mm. the 
ultimate definition of depression in my mind is thinking that the world is going to know what you want before you do mm. and, and waiting for the world to deliver it to you in some way. And the truly selfish thing is to identify what you want for yourself and then to go get it. And that is, in my opinion, the cure to all depression and the cure to get yourself out of any disease, out of any bad situation. Um, and so this kind of um, idea of depression and being programmed by, even in a capitalistic society like America, so many people grow up with this, I've got a lot of friends who grow up with this kind of, um, just because whether they're, it's the, the family thing they were in, parents divorced, not divorced, whatever, big family, small family, they were in this situation where they were basically told, you shouldn't please yourself, you should be pleasing me. And I think oftentimes we're told that, not outrightly, but we're basically told that over and over again. Like, for instance, you're in school, you're, you're playing a game on your phone or you're, you're doing something and the teacher's saying, stop that, listen to me. And what she's really saying is, stop pleasing yourself, please me instead. Right. But, but I, we're supposed to believe that they're not selfish. Isn't that the most selfish thing you could do? Is it more selfish to please yourself or is it more selfish to, ex to make another person please yourself? Right? Right. And that's often what, what parents will do in many cases, especially in dysfunctional families. They'll teach children, um, stop that. Stop doing that thing that is making you so happy because you should be doing something that makes me happy. Right. And then these people get conditioned at a young age, and I think many of us have, have been there, where you come to this point where you realize you can't make anybody happy, and you've sacrificed your life, your health, your wellness, your happiness, to try and bring and uplift another person, right? But it, didn't, it never works, because there's only one real source of, of happiness, one real source of kind of d divine connection. And that's your personal connection with God. That's mm. your connection with yourself. That's your own self-interest to be happy, your own self-interest to do the things you want to do, to be passionate about what you want to do, your own self-interest to feed yourself. And, um, Man, I just, because I've been there. I've been there in that situation where I was always looking, always, always, always looking to uplift another person, not even considering myself. Right. And. So those of you out there that have friends, and I've been this person before, and I've heard, I've got a really good friend, Katie Staley. Shout out to you, Katie. Hope you're doing well. I know you're doing well. Oh, Tim, you know, I'm a people pleaser. Oh, you know, don't ask me. And if you've ever said that about yourself or other people have said that about you or you think that, there's, it's not that there's no virtue in any of that. I think it can come from a good core. But in this conditioning, one of the things I very much disagree with the old world is this idea 
of a obscured respect for our parents and our elders than when you just drop everything and please them versus yourself. Mm. And if you have ever been that people pleaser, then I would encourage you to, to be a, a personal pleaser. You know what mm. I mean? Jack just that start dick jerking on. it right now. Beat that dick, son. <laughs> just beat it. Beat it till in, it in fucking a, bleeds, In a way, son. by doing that, you do respect them more, and mm-hmm. you respect yourself. Oh, you show you show them you're an individual. You, you know? show them you 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 teach them how to respect you. Mm-hmm. Jacob, uh, it's funny we're talking about parents. His mother was at the kava bar one night, and she just stopped by to give him a book. And then he was in there talking to somebody, and she was leaving on her way out, and she started talking to me and my wife. And she mentioned, she was like, you know, during the whole fire, I just was so worried about him, and I just wanted him to stay, and I wanted him to be by my side because we were all this, and we needed each other, and this, and she's this, and this, and she goes, so hard, but she goes, I just looked, and I said, I had to let him do what he needed to do for himself. Mm. And it was interesting is because, but she said it almost with tears, just so you know, like that was tough for her. But mm. those tears that she almost had, she almost had tears of sadness and and like upsetness. But those the small tears that she was having while telling us this, they were then became those cliche tears of joy and of happiness. Because then, like you said, there was a respect, and she now sees the son as an individual. As an individual. And then that's why he, and I think I remember him saying the other day, it's funny you mentioned depression too. Um, he was like, man, I'd just been depressed if I sat there and did nothing. And he goes, and you know, part of his happiness was to go out and to do. Mm. Um, my friend Kakai, he was saying, he's like, man, sometimes I've been feeling depressed lately just because we were working phase one, then on unemployment, then phase one, mm. then unemployment and this. And he was like, man, when I was doing stuff, like he was like, I was helping at the hub, Napili hub, which shout out to the Napili hub. I believe it is still there and it is staying and is not going nowhere when all the other hubs. The uh, distribution center? Mm-hmm, and yeah. Napili still there. And I got to stop by there. And Kakai said he was like, um, but yeah, so I was like, man, I think I just need to go to the gym again. And mm. I know it's kind of cliche in the whole like, go work out and feel better. But goddamn, meathead, yeah, yeah. But guess what? When I going to the gym for all intents and purposes is a self interest. Pers- well, it's it, so it's so selfish, and and it's, it's like it's vanity. It's so you. But even then, but and it's so it's s- really good for you because my friend Kakai, the guy that I love and care about, the Hawaiian, the um uh, Tongan, the fucking half black, half fucking Japanese motherfucker that just says crazy shit that I love to be around and I and I love to talk to. He's business oriented. He's self. Um, uh, he makes he's self motivated. He, he he's branched out to do his own business. He's that, so smart, right? Fucking that is the guy. guy that I choose and want to be around. Right? Not, and I want him to go to the gym. I want him to go at the hub. I want him to go do these things mm. that that cater and cultivate his self. Mm. And I'm using his example because we were working today and I was talking to him. But he is not like in some bad spot. Not saying that. 
But that's a great example. All my friends, the people that I want to be around, I want them to be selfish. Mm. I want them to be self-interested. Because you care about them. So, yeah, self-motivated because that's who I want to hang out. I do not want to be around. I choose not to surround myself by those that are just selfless and mm-hmm. just down at the bottom of the barrel, you know, to, and, and choose to stay there. Mm-hmm. Whether unconsciously, consciously, you know, that's another conversation. But no, break yourself out of that prison. You know what I mean? Choose the selfish way, right? Get, that is the, it's the or divine. Or just try it. Right, or try or it. Try it for a week. Right, it's the divine, like, right, it's the dude. divine passageway okay. to salvation. I was literally talking to Sarah about this. I'm like, I'm like, I think you should try and be, because she sounded like she had, like, lived a very non-selfish life. And I said, I said, just try to be as selfish as you can for maybe a day or a week. And I guarantee you, no one will even think that you're being even remotely selfish. They'll probably think yeah, that... Yeah, buddy, amen. They'll, they'll probably do this. They'll start respecting you more. They probably will be happier around you because you're not going to be this kind of airy-fairy or, well, what do you want me to do? No, it's... Hey, fucking, can you help me out with this thing and actually help me and stop fucking dicking around? Right. Oh, shit. Wow, she's actually holding me accountable. She actually believes in me. Like, mm. when you become selfish, you instill a res- uh, uh, like responsibility and yeah, an accountability, accountability on, others. on others. And it lifts everyone up. It lifts everyone up. Because when one man rises, all the men rise. That's right. I really do believe in it's that. It's almost like we all need to be the leader, right? We and all it, need to be yeah. the leaders in of our own life. We yeah. all need to be the writers of our own books. Yeah. I mean, Fuck maybe yeah. not you, but... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Dude. That And that's the thing. Bro. Yeah. Well, it, it, I want to just expand on it just one more second, but it, that's... We're, uh, we're hanging out, me and you. Right, I text Jacob today. I was like, oh, when are you coming back?" Right, I want to surround myself. When like, is he coming back? By the way, uh, Friday, I think. Fuck yeah! Right, so um, we'll get him on the next one. Yeah, our tri host. Um, yeah, he's the son, <laughs> and um, uh, Tim's the father, and I'm the Holy Spirit. Uh, Pate, my wife. <laughs> um, Your wife, Pate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, Pate, my wife. <laughs> That's kind of like uh, the. Well, what does Tahiti think about that? Huh? The uh, Wedding Crashers line. He, he he's trying to get that one girl on the beach. He's trying to get in her pants yeah. and oof on the beach. And he was like, I think that Schopenhauer said that there's this something in all of us. He goes in the sea turtle. He goes in the, you know, the little kid, and in the whore. Your mother. And he said it just right after her, just the same way. But, yeah, I mean, I surround myself. Part of the reason I want to work this line of cleanup, or this job, not this line of cleanup, then until the next one, um, is is because of the, the my, my brothers in arms. My friends are there. And I want to be surrounded by them uh, as much as possible, mm. right? Um, that's why I was catching up. Like quick and exciting with right. Yeah, I want to surround myself with those people, and that's the selfish thing that I want to do. And I'm choosing to that. I'm choosing those ones to be around, and I'm very much 
open arms and welcome to new friends and new acquaintances and new people. But if you don't meet the fucking, if you're not cut from the same cloth and you can't get on board, you know, of, of yourself, not of what I have to, you know, not what I think. But if you can't get on board for yourself, then go fucking somewhere else. Be selfish. You mm. know what I mean? And I would also, like, based off what you just said, I'd like to cha- not challenge you, but say that, like, Tim, he's all about this, but he hasn't always been. And you are definitely someone who, when other people are, say, going against you or, like, at a job or something and someone's maybe upset, it it, it does affect you. And you are someone that, Mm, that can get into that like yeah non-selfish way of thinking where oh this person's upset at me now i'm upset at me and and so we're you know tim's not this like perfectly selfish being and none of us are and we've all we've all actually come from more oriented places where we are not really fighters for ourselves where we're more just kind of passive and we've come from that stage to a new stage of no, I, I'm interested in myself. I'm interested in... So I need to keep doing it, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know... Well, that's a great charge. I really, I, I really think it's... Are you... Like, the selfish, the selfish question wow. we should be asking ourselves is, are we as happy as we really could be in our lives? Oh, are, yeah. we, are we as satisfied yeah. as we really could be? Or could we be more satisfied? And, and and how could we be? Fuck yeah. Dude, that's a great charge. That's a great charge and challenge for me. Yeah. But as soon as you say it and you say, are we happy? Fuck, Howard Roark didn't just build the one unique architect building. He was like, all right, I'm not as happy as I could be. Here's the next yep. one. And then he got shot down again and said, not nah, in the next one. Yeah. That's a great charge. That's a great charge for anyone that's listening. Yeah. It's a great charge for each other, for our, for ourselves, mm. you know? And then if you're in a relationship, that's a great charge for each other. Mm. And it's you build each other up. And I, I love this because uh, I love this idea that you can't get poor enough to help a, a poor person. And you can't get sick enough to help a sick person. And you can't get confused enough to help a confused person. And you, you can't get dumb enough to help a dumb person. Right. And, like, you can't get the only really way you can help other people is to achieve what you want, whether it's wealth, whether it's happiness, whether it's, I mean, nowadays it's mostly happiness that people want. It always really has been, but whether it's love, whether, and do that and, and let people ask you, well, how did you do that? You seem so happy. Let the happiness speak for itself and let your cup floweth over onto the floor so the peasants can slurp it up the fucking peasants they are (laughs) god damn you know what I'm saying dirty grubby face motherfuckers Um, savages savages barely even human (laughs) fucking amen is what I gotta say to that amen omen son Ben Harper baby I can change the world with my own two hands. That's another Ben Harper song. I was, when me and Jacob, after we recorded the podcast last time, we went backside on the way, and then we went forward uh, the, back on a poly to go back to the other side. 
and we were jamming music, and I was like, wow, I got some songs. I was jamming Ben Harper, uh, fucking with, with my own two hands, Power <laughs> of the Gospel. Um, uh, fucking, what was the other one? Uh, gather Around a Stone. I said, hey, 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 gather around the stone. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, 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 Dude, I fucking <laughs> started jamming Ben Harper when I was like 16, 17, and it just came up. But Ben Harper was, um, he's got a song called uh, Better Way. And I believe in a better way. Like, it's just, I believe in a better way. Uh, I can change the world with my own two hands. It's, he's talking about him doing it, you know. He's not talking about them doing it. Mm. Not talking about, let's go see what they think about doing it. He's talking about, well, you do it. Mm. And then there's the other one, there's a lot of instrumental in it. That's the power of the gospel, yeah. You know what I mean? It's the eyes for the blind. That's what wow. selfishness kind of is. It's right in. It's the divine thing right in there with the power of the gospel. Yeah. It's the legs for the lame. It's the eyes for the blind. It's the love for all th- those without it. It's the pride for shame. Like we were talking about pride. Dude, it's fucking, that's the power. Amen to that, motherfucker. God damn. Amen to this. Conversation. In the Bible, it said, he who has more will be given, and he who has not, Everything will be taken away. If you seek, you will find. And what you just said reminded me that of this conversation we're having in the last podcast. Like, if you're not selfish, when the blessings come, when good opportunity comes, you won't take it. That's right. The you, you won't is even die. see it. You, you, it'll be handed before you on a silver platter, and you will go, well, "I am not worthy enough." Bro, you know what they say in church you now? Are gay, you know what they, yeah. you know what they say in church now, which I just can't stand. To, what is that? They say. Um, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Brother, Lord said the word yeah. and you, you have to just let it in. And I just, I can't believe that's something people repeat. Right. The Jesus died for your sins. You are healed. My brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so I mean, no, I, th- I, 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 it with, I, I, and it's like that we were talking about with the, in the um, Hindu traditions that that guy praying in the woods for the I think Shiva and she came and tapped on his shoulder and he said, "Not now, I'm meditating." Get away, you know, bitch! Because I don't feel good. I don't feel worthy enough yet. I need to meditate for hours and hours and hours to get what I want. No, bro, it's just, here. You take it. It's there. Fucking. And I think also. Gratitude is an act of selfishness mm-hmm. because when you, when you list all the good things in your life and you say these things are for me, the world is giving these to me. All you right. could argue affirmation uh, of that, it. You could talk. You could say it's a very selfish perspective. Oh, you're so selfish to think that the world's giving you things, bruh. That's how it works, though. That's gratitude, <laughs> right? And there's and those what, that say that take that point of view, like I can't believe you did. Those are the same ones that was like. I'm just looking for that break, you know, it yep. never works out for me. Wait it's for been there, motherfucker, check. it's been there. Yeah. It's fucking been there. You got to be selfish enough to take it, to take the fucking dirty, fucking filthy fingers that's yeah. all tinted them digits and grab that fucking, fucking thing. get your hands in the soil and plant that potato. Mm-hmm. And then dig it up and eat it. And it's like, we were talking about the harvest. When It's like when the harvest happens and not even harvesting it, not even... You have to be selfish. You got to get your greedy little grubs on those crops and mm-hmm. grab them out of the ground 
and fucking eat them. Yeah. And 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 this is this it's just so obvious. Like if we talked about this with our great great grandparents, they'd be like, "Yeah, fucking what are you talking? Yeah, the pigs outside. Let's kill him." Yeah. His name's Mr. Pigs and we love him and we are going to murder his ass to get some bacon. <laughs> I love that. And that we is the mark his. We're going to cap his fucking bacon fried ass. That is the way of the ways and mm-hmm. but 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 so but what about nowadays where you can see the direction of where things are going, the being more culturally sensitive, having to say words differently, having to be more uh, sensitive to people's emotions right. and all this kind of stuff, which is really relative because amongst my friends and the people right. I care about, it doesn't exist, but online maybe you could argue. But I would say majority of people probably don't even experience that. But even still, like... That's a very good point. Yes. We're... Going, seeming to be moving into a world where, like, even with AI, if AI is becoming the next thing, we might have machines that are doing all the jobs, and there might need to be... Let them do it. You'll have more time for yourself, and you're not going to do nothing. Okay, but here's the thing, like, there could be a future where that, the AI, we get jobs all taken care of, and then there is this instillment of, let's say, like, a universal paycheck, where everyone's getting this Mm -hmm. paycheck... And that's just how things are. It's very possible, yeah. So, what about that? What about this? What do, let's just for a little bit before we end the podcast, talk about the other side. Because you and I have been absolutely destroying um, this idea of selfishness and why it's a good thing. What about the other side of things? Like, what about compassion and caring about others and this selflessness of right. giving and, and being generous? Well, I'm all for... Just even in that idea, let's say the AI's got all the jobs and we get all this universal paycheck and there's really not a whole lot of hunger and a whole lot of like, you know, disease and stuff. I think that's a beautiful thing. I believe that that is a beautiful thing if then with the time that is allotted that we have to ourselves, that we then are cultivating it. In a manner that is going to, is that good? Is is gonna be, is gonna be productive for ourselves and for each other, um, and we should definitely be compassionate towards others. I think that's a good thing to bring up because we should be compassionate and caring of others. For we should be compassionate, and caring for others for their belief in fucking maybe guns or fucking sexual orientation or compassionate for what they think about fucking plants or fucking animal rights and or I mean I'm just throwing things out but we should definitely look to that and we should see that in them and we should take stock of it and we should listen right but at the end of the day to truly be compassionate about about people and those thoughts you do have to be compassionate or have that compassion that's in you, right? And and if you recognize, that's why I said so you got to see that in them. If you recognize what you're seeing in them, then you're seeing yourself, right? Because they're human beings, right? This idea that this this universal connection, right? So whether it's a disagreement or not, but if you can recognize yourself in them, then you can be compassionate and caring for them. But if you don't mm. recognize in it, and I could even just make a twirly twirl fucking pigtail and say, mm. that's back to the selfishness. But but on that compassion, definitely, you know, because all of this selfishness in this talk that we've been 
um, been just fucking preaching about is is beautiful. I mean, no idea to to condemn those others and those others being people that maybe you disagree with about things, but because the condemnation, the condemnation is not for us to do, right? Right? They say that's God's the judge, right? But God already came, right? Jesus already came. So the condemnation, it's like it's already happened. Judgment Day has already been here. It's in the future, but the future is now, right? It's in the past, here it came, but it is now. So the judgment is not for us. The, the compassion, the care, that's for us. we got to see it in each other, you know? I think that's the best way i got to say. And mm. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I think... Um well, oftentimes compassion is extraordinarily selfish. Amen. Um, the way I've experienced compassion in my life is is very tribal. You know, you have compassion mm. for your family and for your friends, but when it comes to anybody outside, fuck them, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, I have compassion for the people that look like me, that talk like me, but otherwise, fuck oh. off. And I, I challenge anybody to argue that their their you know upbringing of compassion was really anything different than that I, I think we have to learn a new form of compassion for all men um, and, all and men. really doesn't that come from having the self love having the self interest a self a selfish interest in having maybe a connection with God which is you could argue selfish but it's really it's really interesting because it's like well, you take care of your family members that are sick, but that's there's selfish interest in that, you know, because they're your offspring mm-hmm. or they're, you know, your siblings or they're your parents who give you things directly. And we're, we're not even there. The, the, your survival is, you could argue, dependent on that. But when it comes to other people whose survival we are not de- dependent on, there's almost no care in the world for what happens to them. There's no thought given to the people who are dying right now all around the world that you, you possibly could help. I guarantee you, there's someone dying right now that if you were there, you could, you could help them, prevent them from dying. That's not your fucking problem. That's not your deal. That's not... And so... I, I think... I always, I always talk about this, like... You can't tiptoe... And avoid the fact that we're like humans. We are like if you wanted to be born in a different Mm. body, maybe you should have chose like a fucking turtle or something. But we're humans. We we kill animals and eat their flesh. That's how humans have survived on this planet. Like we are tribal. We are social. We care about each other more than other things it's just i always like to go back to nature man survival of the fittest mm-hmm. like that's right eagle scout even um even plants even plants would rather us die than them mm-hmm. and uh, i would re- recommend it if anybody's interested the book the plant paradox which is about plants that uh we think that we can eat that are edible but that release toxins to try and kill whatever's eat- eating them because plants, uh, most plants... That's why kale's so fucking... Gross. Bitter. Dude, most plants are inedible on Earth. There's only like maybe 20% of them that are edible. 
most plants will kill you or make you very sick. And that's because they can't run away like animals. So they produce toxins. So even plants, even the most peaceful, we think that plants are the most communist, peaceful. They're only here to give us beautiful oxygen and make the soils oh, nice. But they have life inside. They desire selfishly to survive. And if they, if you gave them the choice, it them or you, it would be them. Damn. Amen to that. The chicken. If chickens were the size of humans, they would destroy humans and eat them. Because yeah. they want to live just as much as we all want to live. And that's, that's a, a carnistic... Um, uh, cathartic truth about life that I think in the modern world, in the sheltered world, people just don't want to accept that right. even, that I'm talking about myself, like I, I won't want to accept no. that. I'll, I'll yeah. you know, and you've, you've eaten vegan. You've, for eight yeah. years you were vegan raw fucking yeah. lemons blended Fuck. in the blender. Like, we're not talking as people who have, haven't tried both sides. Absolutely. You know? Oh, so yeah, try it out. Just like you said, try, try it out. Try, try out. Test the everything. Right? Question everything we're saying. And compassion. And I think yeah, if you see that, if you can accept that fact that the plant and the chicken would rather you than them, I think no that's, them than you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. I think that's a odd. Not I don't think it's odd, but I think to some people, I think that's compassion. It's accepting that truth that has this compassionate kind of idea because you're seeing that you're seeing the other entity as the sentient being, mm. right? Kind of like us saying that if you see them as who they are, mm. right? A little bit of compassion, a little bit, a little, a little bit less. All right, is that it? That's it. All right. Yep. See you next time. Yep.